It's 5.37 on a Sunday. I've been up since 6 a.m. Saturday, but I will prevail. I guess the best thing we can say is good evening after an intro like that. The one and only Ralph, Ralphie Repulsive, Ralph Love, Ralph Hot Buns McGee coming through with the intro on that. The gentleman, it it was his gang name, according to him. That's why I didn't get a lot of respect on the streets. No, not at all. He still does. No. (laughs) Got to beep that part out already. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about what we were going to do. We're... 58 seconds into it, we've already had to edit Ralph. Um, but here's what's going on today. Uh, luckily, what's nice about today, I've got two people from Or The Fly, two of my brothers, my family, my people that I love more than anything. I've got Tom and Ralph here. Tom and I, we're going to do some music tonight. We're going to probably record some later on, put together some kooky stuff. But Ralph is here as well, and we're just going to talk for a long time. Now, we'll break it up into segments, but this might be an ongoing three or four segment sort of thing. Those that don't know, when we get together, we just ramble, and there's typically comedy gold, lots of times things that I know nothing about, and I just try to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So, to start it off, why don't you introduce yourselves and say why you're here? (laughs) That's dumb. Just introduce yourself. (laughs) Uh, I'm Ralph. I'm uh, the bass player for The Order of the Fly. I've I've known Jason since uh, 2000, 1999. Mm-hmm. Right, so over twenty years, and um, yeah, that's my background. This oh, Ralph's it. also the singer, by the way, the bass player. That's cute. Singer, He's... sing, bass player is a prim- primary instrument, and singing is my secondary instrument. It's your backup out. instrument yeah. <laughs> as the lead singer. You totally say that's your backup instrument. Um, I am Tom, and I've known Jason since two thousand seven ish. At this point. Probably. Yeah, so I've been in Order of the Fly as their guitar player um, for about, was that 15 years or so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like almost. 2008, 9? Yeah, Eight. so. I'm yeah. looking at the spikes here, Tom, and you're talking awfully quiet compared to the rest of us. I apologize. I can speak up for you. Thanks, thanks. <clears throat> so there's going to be a lot that comes down with this. Um, I've got some extra time off. We'll get into it at the next episode, Wednesday's episode. I'm going to get more in depth about what's going on with me. It gets it gets pretty heavy, but we're not doing that tonight. Tonight, I'm going to spend time with my friends. We're going to hang out, have a good time, and we're going to entertain you people. Yeah. So we all know the secret, and you don't. Yeah, it's it's it is a secret. It's a good secret. If you're not in the cool kids club, you don't get to know the secrets yet. <laughs> it's not the cool kids club you really want to be in. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the worst cool kids club ever. Um, but there will be a lot coming out from this. Um, we've done this in the past. We've done a few with the Order of the Fly. Well, Ralph actually did something on Repulsive TV. If you want to check it out on um, YouTube, you can go on there and go to Repulsive TV and subscribe to it. It's a lot of older stuff. There's but not much new. Yeah, so yeah. It was basically designed to sort of promote the band and to talk about band stuff and talk about whatever. But Right. Um, so it sort of was the exact same format as this, just with a video camera. 
Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> the only reason we don't have a video camera right now is because I, we're ugly and he's wearing pajamas. Yeah, I'm wearing pajama <laughs> pants. Look, he's in pajama pants. I'm in army <laughs> crap, and Tom looks like Tom. Yeah, not to not to be that guy, but cancer doesn't have a brother wanting to wear his finest duds anymore. <laughs> it's pajama pants from here on out, fellas. You get cancer and it, you just let it go. You yeah, know? right. So, I haven't gone to sweats yet. Jen said when I go this to sweats, I'm just giving up. So <laughs> that's what you're getting for Christmas. Just yoga. <laughs> Pants and uh, big double XL tees that are like <laughs> you know it's funny. I, I do actually want the the Lululemon men's pants so well, that you're I not can... getting those because that's expensive. <laughs> that's you're yeah, yeah, yeah. going to get the Walmart like champion grays, <laughs> and then you're going to get the freaking uh, like a bunch of t-shirts with wolves howling at the moon. Triple <laughs> oh, yes. XL. So it's yes. like the sleeve goes down to the mid mid uh, tibia. Past the elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So in typical. I will prevail format. Nothing's been written down. Although lately, not going to lie, I've written down a few things. Last, the last episode, it sounded really smart because I wrote down like actual ideas and smart things that I've thought about in my it life. It was good. But, I listened hey, to both. Thanks. I enjoyed them. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we've got a lot coming up with Patreon. We've got, uh, man, there's just so much coming up later on. Well, look, we'll talk about it later. Right now, I'm with two people I love to death, and we're going to have a good time, and we're going to entertain you. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so... I want to talk about the song I Will Prevail. Okay. Unless it's going to get dark. No, it doesn't get dark. <laughs> okay. It's positive. So, Ralph is the one that wrote it. Now, we were actually just discussing this, that the Order of the Fly is, it's like a group where we get together and it's we... It's a team sport. It's a team sport. Okay, explain <laughs> that, actually, because I was I was in the bathroom when you were telling Tom, uh, so give me that team sport example. My Okay, so right now we're in the process of re- recording a new one. And all of our schedules are very, uh, I don't know, chaotic. So, so we have to do it in onesies and twosies. So I've found I've been either solo or me with somebody else because I, I'm doing the recording with one other person. So it started with me and Danny, <clears throat> and we recorded all the drums, and then I did all the bass by myself. And then now we're, I'm working with Tom. He's doing the guitars. I did some vocals the other day to kind of finish up a couple of demo idea, like finished songs to share with the guys. But it's been very... In the old days, the way it worked is we would rent, before we knew how to record, we didn't have the luxury of recording at our own place. We would have to rent studio time. So all of us, you know, if, if it was like a Saturday night, we'd go down to, we used to go to a place called Love Juice Studios in Riverside, and we would all show up. If it was drum night, everybody was there. Mm-hmm. And we'd sit on the couch, we'd listen back, we'd make fun of stuff, we'd have hilarious banter. And it was a very much like a communal thing. And the energy of everybody being there is, is sort of what feeds into the creative process, I think. Um, and so, so I'm trying to, I'm going to bring that back. No, that's fine. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to get on, I'm going to like pile on that. I don't know. Dog pile on that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but we were just talking about like, um, you're talking about energy and feeding off of each other. And I was literally talking about earlier when, when I podcast across from nobody, I keep saying, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So if you go back and listen to episode four, if you hear any weird cuts, it's me taking <laughs> out the millions I mean. of times I was talking to myself. <laughs> so make a compilation tape of just, you know what I mean, for one episode. It's <laughs> just, just like an hour long super cut of, you know what I mean? No, 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 26 no, minutes no, of, no, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. And ums and so's. That could make an entire episode of ums and so's. Okay, so go ahead. Segue. You were about to segue. I was, but I don't remember what I was about Probably to say. Probably into so the I, I will prevail. 
the oh, reason yeah. behind it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's my so. fault for getting us off track. No, we were no, talking no, about no, team no. sports. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so, all right. The song actually began way before we recorded. It's on the last record, which is called Into This Abyss. And it fit thematically. Really, It was one of those songs. There's... If anybody's like ever been like a musician or been in a band, you write songs, and then there's sometimes you write a song that doesn't really fit or jive with like the rest of the stuff you're doing, or maybe it's a little too complicated for something you're really capable of at the time. So it's you kind of table it, you want to come back to it, or it's a cool riff, but maybe some of the people in the band can't do it. <clears throat> so it, it came from a much earlier iteration of the band. The only previous existing version of this song really was we played at this loft in San Francisco somewhere. We tried to play it live and it was like a Dimitri Von Damage era. So he was not a very good guitar player, but, <laughs> um, but it was like, not a sponsor, yeah, not, not a sponsor. He's not, pa- he's not a Patreon guy. So you don't have to worry about listening. Anyway. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> but if he is, Keep subscribing because I just named up to you, and uh, he, I'm sure he's great at whatever he does now. Yeah, but he, um, everyone's looking up his current band. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure his name yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I try. It was like a song I tried to write, but I didn't know. I didn't really understand exactly how to do it, and the lyrics completely changed. And then when the album, like it was a riff that I loved, so I, I had the riff from a long time ago, but I didn't really like know how to write it, and it kept changing, and I kept I couldn't really arrive at it. And then when I started doing this rec, or when we started doing this record. Lyrically, one of the sort of themes that I was trying to go with is sort of this guy's descent into, it's like a, it's based, kind of based loosely, it's, hubris is like one of the major themes. And so it's like overreach and the idea that you think you're better than you are and you really like, you know, you're going to grab the gold ring and like win everything, but you just, you get to a point in your life and this, it's, it has to do with age. You know, I'm in my late forties now because I've crossed the threshold. So I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40. So (laughs) you get to a point where you realize that the things you wanted to accomplish or that you thought you could, you can't. And, and there's a great, actually there's a great line in, if anybody's ever read uh, or seen the movie confessions of a serial or confessions of, well, I know I'm butchering it, but confessions of a something by chuck barris the guy that did gong show yeah i was okay what's the name of that that's, uh, have you seen the movie yeah that's what i'm talking about confessions yeah. of a something dangerous mind confessions of a dangerous mind did you see that movie <laughs> no i have not you know who chuck barris is kind of you're oh, a little too young yeah but gonna, jason and i would baby remember. tom sorry young young jason and i probably sat there in our little footy jam yeah, first appeared on that. that's true when they were the mystic, mystic nights yeah um there's a line in the book in the line in the movie that says when you're young Everything is like, I'm going to paraphrase because obviously I can't remember, but it's basically like everything spreads out in front of you Um, and you could do anything. Life is infinite, right? But then you grow up and you realize you didn't do, you didn't do any of it. And now there's nothing left. And so the, that spectrum of like, which all of your infinite possibilities shrink to a very narrow bandwidth and you're left with the like scraps of whatever your life has, all your bad decisions, all your like missteps, this is what you get. And you, and it's like a tough realization. It's like a coming of age thing. So the song I will prevail is basically thematically. I mean, I try to, I, I don't like to really like describe what I'm writing about because then it feels like it robs the magic. Well, yeah, no, 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 We don't need, we don't need all the 200 people. Don't give us like the the where it came from. I mean, it's just good to know. For all all the 200 people that purchased the album. I'm sorry (laughs) if I'm ruining your experience of listening to it, but you have your own experience. (laughs) Sounds arrogant. 
But, I mean, I think, like, anybody that creates... So, like, in my mindset, I don't really want to, like, give away everything because then when I listen to a song... Like, if you listen to a song you love and you hear somebody's, like, somebody that wrote it explain it, then it kind of, you're like, ah, that's... So, it cheapens it a little bit. It sort of gives it a, a, a... It takes away, I think, the personal experience. So, I don't usually like to explain it, but I'm not really... As far as the individual word by word, I'm not like some magic lyricist, but the, the idea I was trying to go for was I Will Prevail is essentially about a guy at some point in his life who has arrived at that realization that he has passed that threshold of where the infinite amount of possibilities is now really narrowed down to a bandwidth of one. And you have to make a decision. And it's like you could give into despair and you could give into and, and which and it's it, it feeds into like the whole band's output because if you listen to our early stuff, it's very like emo, sad guy. I'm so sad, my life sucks, you know. Touch. And then I got to a point when, and it was like around the time when I was writing, where I basically was like, I'm not going to write this anymore. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of being mopey. I've realized I'm just going to make peace with what I am. And it's sort of, sort of like accepting accepting fate. I'm actually getting choked up. This is pretty good. That's okay. It's accepting fate and reality, and. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be honest with you. When you're talking about coming of age and when you have everything laid out in front mm-hmm. of you and then you get to a certain spot and you realize that like all you have are these like three or four things yeah. that you can do now. And I sit there and being what five, six, seven, ten, ten years, years, I guess younger. You're closer <laughs> to my son's age. I think you're closer to my son's age than you are to mine. No, that's not. You're coming up on. Our he's age, twenty-two. So. Yeah, How you're gonna. You uh, where we are now. You're gonna be. What are you thirty-four? Right. So you're gonna experience. I'll be thirty-four in December. Nicole's twenty-two. That's twelve years. I'm almost forty-eight. So okay, so yeah, I am closer to your son's age. Good that's true. Lord, um, I'm. I, you brought that up, not me. <laughs> uh, but no, hearing you say that and sitting back and thinking about that myself, I completely see that. Even at my age now, which is nowhere near when you were thinking about writing this yeah. song or anything oh, like geez. that. I'm not and, that old. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> no. Now, keep your thought process going. That song, your original song, was before I came back to yeah, the band. Well, not the back forever because the original song wasn't called "I Will Prevail." It was like "I Will Remain." And it was like about kicking. Ass I think I know ass. "I Will Remain." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So finish that thought. I loved where you were at. Um, no, and so just realistically, like I've never looked at life that way, mm-hmm. and then just hearing you say that out loud is definitely something to sit back and look at because. I completely understand that even at my age now, I don't know when the, you know, the turn may be for certain people or things like that. But um, even where I'm at in my life, I can completely see that. And it's kind of frightening. Yeah. Um, You know, there's, there's still obviously, you know, people talk about how, you know, oh, like 40s, the new 20 and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, But realistically, you're, options and things like that do go down as you get older no matter yeah. what no, totally. like there's no way to get around that like i, I like yeah no 100 percent. and like you ask a little like ask a first grader what they want to be when they grow right. up it's like i want to be an astronaut i want to be a president i want to be you know it's like you could do anything right but you ask a 30 year old like what do you wish you would i wish i was a plumber man i wish i was a freaking i wish i was an hvac guy you know it's like is that because you're, is it you because your that. priorities change your priorities change but also or is it you because just realize you the reality is like 
Yeah. Because you yeah. Re- is it money? You realize I I was just doing it. I so I work for a water district mm-hmm. and I make decent money working for the government realistically. But I sit there and I hire other plumbers and stuff mm-hmm. to fix toilets that we don't have a maintenance guy to fix. And the amount of work that they do and the amount that they charge me to fix this toilet mm-hmm. is astonishing. Yeah. It is such a small amount for how much they get paid. And so I sit there and I'm like, I look at my maintenance guy and I'm like, why don't why don't we quit and start our <laughs> own is. plumbing company? Because they're making so much more yeah. money and you can do this in 15 minutes yeah. for some of these things, you know? That's and it's true. And it's like you get sold a sill, uh, like a bill of, or something, bill of goods. Bill of goods? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah, so yeah. you get sold a bill of goods as a kid. You know, you can do anything. Yeah. So I really can't. I actually wrote this down. I said, I, I put, we give up on our dreams as we get older. Yeah. But I think it's because as a kid, there's no, is it inhibition that I'm looking for? Inhibition? Yeah. Where, where like, so you have none. everything yeah, so is possible yeah. as a kid. The possibilities yeah. just slowly you, narrow as you go. Because if you look at it, like, let's say you look at it, life is like a tree, right? So there's the big tree trunk. And you got big branches that go into little branches that go into little tiny twigs that go into leaves. Every, if you look at every leaf as a tree, they all started out as the big branch where they could have gone to any one of those millions and millions of leaves. But they ended up at that leaf. You know what I mean? So every decision you make is slowly narrowing what you can do. And there's a point where you could you could either fall into the pit of despair and like, like oh, I don't have those options anymore. Or you could accept, you know what? I'm on a path, and whatever the path is, is the path. And it's sort of like giving yourself over to fate. It's like a, it's like a resignation of... Uh, it's just you, you kind of give up a little bit of control in your life. It's It's like a... You just have to sort of accept fate, you know what I mean? Sure. And which is, I think, falls into like where you're at in your life. Sure. And where I, I am. Well, because the reality is, so even though, I mean, the, no, I'm not going to. No, go I'm ahead. Spill the beans. I mean, oh, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't spill the beans. That's yeah, for, okay. but that's not, for Wednesday's episode. Beans, right? like the, no, but go the, ahead. The you podcast can... is centered around. A, like a, a possible disease, right? Well, it, it, and well, nobody we, wants disease. Yeah, we all know it's cancer. That's for sure. You can go there. Okay, you just okay, can't say so. how bad it is. So yet. it's like they got to wait till Wednesday to find out how big, bad it is. But that's an adult fear. A kid sure. doesn't worry about cancer, right? And mm-hmm. so as you get up, as you get older, you know, the reality is you start to like focus on mortality. It's like my life is going to end at a certain moment, and so it's like, how do I want to go out? And then you kind of want to like you know. You, you, you want to choose your own ending, but you don't get to. And so at a certain point, you just sort of have to accept, like, whatever whatever the story is, is going to do its thing, and it's going to stop. And that's that's that really is life, you know. It's like in the old days, you know, people were crossing the mountains in wagon trains and froze to death, or right. they'd starved, or, you know, got killed, or whatever. You know, whatever kind of end result is, and those people are... That was their life, you know, that was their, that was their little tree leaf thing, you know, and so we don't know where it ends up. And so it, the more you dwell on mortality, it's, it doesn't have to be a depressing thing, but it just has to be a sort of like acceptance. Like you just realize we all get a finite amount of time. And so we're going to, we're just going to navigate through life. Those, all those little like sort of with kind of like small dreams that are just fleeting and you just kind of for one day you're like, Oh, maybe I could, you know, date this person or maybe I could run off and go to this place or maybe I could be this job or maybe I could just quit everything and do this. It's like all those things start to stop and you just get to a point where it's just all narrows down to like one path. And it's then that you sort of, I think you reach, it's not even adulthood. It's just kind of like 
a certain level of like cosmic maturity where you're just like, this is it. And the universe is going to like take us where we go. And you'd stop trying to like worry about all the other and wherever you do go, you have a little bit of control, but you don't have that much. So Mm -hmm. you have to just sort of like accept the it's it it is like a a sort of resignation of just uh, responsibility and control. And you just you do you find the things that matter. So instead of the external stuff like I want to do, you know, I want to drive a Lamborghini. It's like I want to be a good person and it doesn't really matter about the external. But as long as I stay true to that interior path, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and then then life matters. It's interesting because this that earlier they they came by earlier today, and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Is like where I told you things I'm not afraid of right now, and I don't obviously don't want to say because it, it seems pretty dark to say that. Mm-hmm. But there's just certain things that it's like at some point you just go, I, I'm just the doctor tells me what I'm supposed to do, I do it. What do we need to do next? Okay, we do it, and we just do it because it's not. It's not my place to sit and worry about it and overthink it. You know, my job is to continue doing whatever it is that I do that I contribute to you guys or to my students or to my wife or my kids or whatever it is. It's like my job is to continue to do that. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of the I Will Prevail podcast. If you want to hear more conversations between Ralph, Tom, and myself, Please feel free to join us on Patreon, where this content will be available exclusively for Patreon subscribers. And don't forget, you can always find us on Facebook at I Will Prevail Podcast, on Instagram at I Will Prevail Podcast, and on Patreon at I Will Prevail Podcast. Have a good one.